It's Monday morning, and I'm in my shitty paid-with-cash hotel room. I only leave here on business. No point in being seen around D.C. any more than I have to. I have to be back on Wednesday, which means a lot of the shit I've been setting up all week pretty much has to go down today. Unknown caller. A single numeral. Nine. Means the meet with the guy is 9 a.m. and it's at Lisa's or there would have been more info. Perfect. Gives me a chance to squeeze in Nikki on the way. We decide to time it out for morning rush hour. We ride a few stops so she can make her way to me naturally without pushing. Well, God bless everything. Deck. Fuck you for not looking a day older. I don't get a lot of sun. Wasn't sure you were still in the industry. What, I'm going to teach you some polytechnic? I'd audit. Are you back with the 75th? Uh, not as formal as that. As long as it's for the real stuff. Always. Nikki worked for the same Intel outfit that brought me and my rangers in to guard Lisa. When we needed toys, she was the lady to see. And when Nikki says the real stuff, she means America. Civilians. People who can't protect themselves. I'd rather not straight up lie, but she's boxed me in. Tell me. Hallucinogenic. Not fussy as long as it's discreetly applicable and reasonably fast acting. Would topical work? Is that a thing now? There's another rush hour at the end of the day. Let's do this again going the other way. Hotness. Getting out, people! Getting out! Yeah. Me too. Tor Labs presents Steal the Stars by Mac Rogers. Produced by Gideon Media. Episode 9. The Real Stuff. Doesn't surprise me at all when a stranger answers Lisa's door. The no-nonsense way the guy frisks me and takes my bag suggests training. I'm guessing the guy's PLA Special Forces. When he's done, he points me to the living room. Dakota Prentice. Yeah. Jung Liu. Jung's fine. Oh, you don't have an accent. What accent did you have in mind? <laughs> How about forget I said anything? Would you like to sit down? Sure. Now, obviously, I've read everything we have on you. Sure. It's not much. You're not in espionage, though you've intersected with that world a bit. Everybody needs a door kicked in sometime. <laughs> I understand completely. We have similar collaborations on our end. So what was in my file? I'd say enough for me to conclude two things. One, it's awfully late in your career to suddenly groom you as a double agent. If you're reaching out, it's likely in earnest. Sounds right. And two, you probably don't start your meetings off with a cocktail and ten minutes of pleasantries. No. I'm ready to work. Then by all means, work. Your guy at the door took my bag. There's a laptop in it containing footage I need to show you. You can't just tell me in words. Sure, let's try that first. If I give you the body of an alien from outer space, will you give me and my boyfriend $50 million in permanent asylum? Why don't we start with the footage? I feel like a goddamn DVD commentary track, but I'm hoping the more background I give him, the more credible it seems. But overall, the goal has been to keep the body intact. I'm curious. Why not dissect the body? Doesn't that significantly limit what you can learn? Sierra wants to hold on to the option to cash out. Meaning? Put Moss on display for money. I see. Plus, there's theories that he's still alive. 
Really? It's a stretch. Does he breathe? Does he have a heartbeat? Neither. Just he's warm, is all. Warm. Like his skin is warm. Nobody knows why. And of course, if you can't dissect. Look, once he's yours, handle him however you want. Once he's ours. Right. Which will transpire how exactly? None of your business. Apologies, you're right. That was amateur. You'll get him, and you'll get him safely. No Sierra gunships coming over the horizon. That's all you need to know. You understand that I have to entertain at least the possibility this is all an elaborate fake. Sure. Except. Yeah. I can't think of a single reason you'd come to me with falsified footage of an alien. Because if I'm a spy, I'd come to you with a credible story, and if I'm a nutcase, my footage wouldn't look this good. So assuming you're not a nutcase... Sure, assuming. You'll know I want verification before payment. Of course. And if that verification were to fail... It wouldn't go so great for me. You're remarkably confident. I know what I've got. Lots of countries don't extradite. Why us? It's not about extradition. I'm not stealing this from the government. I'm stealing it from my employer. <laughs> what? Only that my diplomatic colleagues have started treating your government and your employer all but interchangeably. That's got nothing to do with me. Miss Prentice, and this is just my own personal curiosity. How well do you understand what's happening in your country? None of my business. I'm done. I find it hard to believe you have no feelings whatsoever regarding I've done my part, all right? More than my part. No one can say I haven't. No one can say I haven't given all I have to give. All right. I've earned a life. God knows I've earned a life. All right. And the only way I can have that life is to go somewhere they can't follow. Which, given Sierra's numerous Russian ventures... Pretty much leaves you. You've likely anticipated that I'll ask to keep the laptop. It's yours. And obviously I'm going to make inquiries on my end. I'll be candid and say I'm not optimistic. But I will certainly try my best. What do you mean you're not optimistic? I'll certainly make the strongest case I can. How can you not be optimistic? It's a fucking alien. Perhaps. It's the biggest discovery of all time. You're telling me your scientists wouldn't be... Our scientific community would be overjoyed, I have no doubt. But when I leave this apartment and start making calls, I won't be talking to scientists. I'll be talking to, for lack of a better term, risk assessors. And what they're going to tell me is that the risk of meeting you in a North American location, verifying the item, and then transporting the item and two Americans safely back to home soil is more than an asset with no strategic value is worth, no matter how remarkable it is. Jesus goddamn Christ. Speaking for myself, as a patriot, I want it. And I think your price is more than reasonable. Now, I don't really believe you can deliver the item. I honestly don't expect to see you alive again. But if I'm wrong, if you actually can deliver it, then yes, I want it. But it's not my decision to make. What if? I'm listening. What if I could sweeten it? Sweeten it how? What if there was a weapon? I'm so busy reworking the whole plan in my head, I don't see Nikki approaching. I'm screaming at myself, Jesus, you knew you might have to go there, why didn't you prep for it? I only realize she's there when she slips the package into my hand. Don't open it until you need to use it. How does it work? Regular latex gloves will protect you. Put them on, powder the outside, let the visible powder fall away. It'll look like it's all gone, but it's not. Then just touch any exposed skin. 
Be very careful taking the gloves off later. That's where people forget and screw up. How long to take effect? Still in test trials. We're seeing between 10 and 20 minutes. What do I owe you? And no friends and family bullshit. You're sticking your neck out. If it's for the real stuff, nothing. And she's got me in that bind again. If I try to pay now, it's Red Flag City. Of course, always, but Nikki... Then your money's no good. Thank you. She moves in close enough to kiss me. This country might go up and down, sure, but it's always this country. God be with you every step of the way. And she's gone. Trip Hayden puts in an epic day today, works till 9.48. Why don't the people with the clout to work four-hour days ever do it? If he doesn't see his side piece tonight, I'm fucked. Might have to follow him home, which is a huge risk. But I get lucky. His car drops him off at the same hotel. I'm keeping my distance, want to make my approach in the bar. Trip's guys are keeping a discreet distance while he waits for college girl. Given the circumstances, I'm guessing they have no exceptions orders. So, direct approach and no screwing around. I slap my ID on the bar before I even sit down. Mr. Hayden, we met about two weeks ago. I'm the security chief at Quill Marine. What the hell do you even imagine you're doing? His guys are moving at me fast. Harrison's lying to you. Moss is degrading way faster than you know. If you want to cash in, it's got to be now. I have proof in my pack. Guys, hold on. I set the tablet up fast. He's here to get laid. I can't count on his patience for long. Okay. Call me a micromanager, but aren't you on the wrong goddamn side of the continent? Officially, I'm in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, on vacation. Officially meaning? That's where Harrison thinks I am. I can do this fast, sir. No reason to hold up your evening. What am I looking at? The images you were shown on your visit were presented as if they showed a year's worth of Moss recession. They actually only showed a few months. This is what the past year's recession really looks like. Why are you here? This is where I find out if his contempt for Harrison is as deep as it looked last week. If it's not, I'm out on my ass right now. To kiss up to you, sir, with the goal of getting my boss's job. (laughs) Nothing new, of course, but hearing it in words is at least novel. At the current rate of recession, the moss on moss's skin has months or maybe weeks left. We need to shit or get off the pot. So if shit equals dissect him... Get off the pot means it's time to go bearded lady with him or lose the chance forever. And and you came all the way to Arlington, Virginia in person. If I'd emailed or called, sir, when would that communication have reached you? College girl walks in, stops, looks seriously puzzled. Trip signals one of his guys to keep her on deck. Do you want to take a minute to make a call, sir? Sierra Central should have chapter and verse all the way back to basic training. Which you wouldn't suggest if it wasn't gold stars all the way down. Don't get cute. Yes, sir. Drink? No, thank you, sir. Right, I forgot. A lot of you friends of Bill types wash up with us. Not me, sir. It's that I'm talking to you, which means I'm on the clock. If that doesn't work, I'll have to bring it up another way. Not exactly a company-wide standard at Quill Marine? No, sir. As long as we're... Undermining your boss. Yes, sir. Who was in on it? 
Yeah. I knew this was coming. And someone has to go down for this to work, and... What do you want me to say? I just like Lloyd better. Far as I can tell, just Harrison. That's why Lloyd was such a nervous wreck talking to you. He was lying under duress. God, yes. It's all coming back to me. Not that you can always tell with those boffin pussies. Half of them show up with food on their shirts. I respect Harrison. I've been happy to serve under him until recently. But now... I understand the mentality. You look at Moss, you see the next frontier and whatever, and it's hard to make yourself say it's cash-in time. Or maybe you're thinking... He'll wake up. Yes, sir. But not you. It's not the priority. The future is the priority. All right. Describe your notion of the future. We're not the Moss base anymore, sir. We're the Harp base. Last week, we were a curiosity. This week, we're strategic. Our work product will see field deployment, maybe even soon. We're on the board. That's a house worth running. Worth running by you? Yes, sir. And the next frontier, and all the discoveries therein? I don't work for science. I work for Sierra. I work for you. Remaining, for a moment, in the realm of your imagination. Sir. How would it work? You would generate an order on Sierra Executive Stationery over your signature, granting me the position of Interim Director at Quill Marine. This letter would further empower me to implement the transfer of Moss's body to the location of your choice. Maybe I'll bring him here. Set his rotting ass right up in the Smithsonian. You'd e-fax the letter to me, then send the original witnessed by an attorney and couriered under official seal directly to Harrison's desk. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sir? Oh, you're a hungry little beaver, aren't you? I'll do an exemplary job, sir. I won't drink. I'll run Quill like a machine. I'll be one less thing you have to worry about. See, that's so weird. Because I think the exact opposite. Sir? I hadn't pegged you as a climber. I thought, oh, sure, one of those boxy, reliable, handsome women who finds her level and then nests for life. I'm not usually wrong about these things, but I was wrong about you. Sir, I'm... Uh, so here's the thing about climbers. Uh, they always tell themselves, oh, at last, my rightful branch, I'm finally home. And six months go by and they start looking wistfully upward. My father probably said three things to me before I was 20, but that was sure as shit one of them. Respectfully, sir, who's above you that I could sell you out to? The point is, I now know the day will come when you'll try to answer that question. This isn't the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Do anything that even resembles moving on me and I'll swat you like a net. By now I can do it in my sleep. When are you back at Quill? Wednesday. Day after tomorrow. Meaning you'd need the letter and the e-fax to go out tomorrow? Ideally, at end of day. I want him to know what it says, but not have time to react. Jesus, you are definitely going to be a problem. But you'll do it? Of course I'll do it. I plan to wring every drop of value out of your duplicitous ass before I hang it on a clothesline. Thank you, sir. So, uh, I'm going to go fuck somebody now, and Christ knows it's not going to be you. Good night, sir. I pass the girl on my way out. Her eyes are shining like she won the lottery. It's like we're two flies eating different parts of the same carrion.
The next morning, when I text Lisa, I'm here, she texts back, U-N-L. I take that to mean unlocked, and I'm right. There's a familiar quiet in the apartment that cues me to check the bedroom first. She's lying down, facing away from me. I remember this. You can't push her when she's like this. I get in bed with her, above the covers, lie two feet away, looking at her back. I'm gonna get up. I just need a minute. Whenever. When I do get up, which will be any minute now. Or sleep a little. I'll sleep too. (laughs) No, you won't. When I get up, I'm going to give you a piece of paper with coordinates, a date, and a time. Usual procedure, you understand? Memorize and shred, sure. They said you'll know what bring both items or no deal means. I do. The rendezvous is a stretch of desert a few miles north of the Tex-Mex border. Not much used by coyotes is my understanding, so not watched that closely by the ice hunters on our side. The driver will be Mexican. The vehicle will be an ancient, rusty fruit van, seen so often by border personnel that it's a running joke. Plus, we're crossing in the easy direction. (laughs) The driver will arrive at the time on the paper and wait for half an hour. That's tight. A vehicle parked near the border even that long? Oh, you're right. The driver will take you, the items, and the other individual to a mobile lab outside Juarez that Zhang's colleagues control. You'll examine and confirm the one item and the other team. And Zhang didn't explain what he meant by this. We'll bring a disposable subject to test the other item. Yeah, okay. Guess you won't tell me what that means. I will, if you want. (laughs) It's okay. Bluff call. I could always make you laugh. If both tests conclude satisfactorily, payment and papers will be presented for your review. If you and the other person are happy, the next stop will be an airfield, then Managua, then Helsinki. Then, Beijing. Understood. All of it. I really am getting up in a minute. Do you need to talk? Or not talk? (sighs) You're changing your life. I've never changed my life. Fucking kidding me? You're drama city. Not my drama. I was in it. I didn't write it. Just had to do whatever was on the pages they handed me. You know I know what that's like. (laughs) Sure. That's my whole life. Except not anymore. Even if you die halfway. And let's be honest. You are going to die halfway. You're changing your life. A better friend would be happy for you. Come out sometime when we're settled. 
meet him? I don't think I want to. As long as I don't meet him, I can keep thinking he's good enough. He's good enough. I really am going to get up. I know. I just need one more minute. I lie beside Lisa for another hour before I go. She's right. I don't go to sleep. On my way out, I memorize the coordinates and emergency phone number and tear the paper to pieces. I could drive straight from D.C. to the Myrtle Beach Airport, but I figure, what the hell? There's time. I park near the water and stand on the beach for 10, maybe 12 minutes and just empty my mind of all of it. And then, one piece at a time, I let it all back in. I catch the last flight out of Myrtle Beach, touch down early evening in California, then kill a couple hours drinking seltzer in the airport bar. When it gets dark and quiet, I leave the airport, stopping off to steal the most nondescript van in long-term parking. Take a quick peek through the mesh to the storage area and back. Should be big enough, no problem. I pull over near his hotel and look up at his window. I need to be there. I need to be wrapped around him so bad. But if I go up there, I'll tell him everything. And he's got a lie detector to beat tomorrow morning. One last time. I park the van under a bridge about a mile from Quill Marine. Hiding it would only make it more conspicuous, and I only need it to stay here another 12 hours. Which just leaves the hour-long walk home. Which, in a way, is good. Might make me tired enough to sleep a few hours. With the day I've got coming tomorrow, I need all the rest I can get. 24 hours from now, I'll be driving that van to Mexico or I'll be dead, one or the other. Steal the Stars by Mac Rogers, starring Ashley Atkinson. Presented by Tor Labs. Produced by Gideon Media. Episode 9 also features... Brittany N. Williams, David Shee, Abe Goldfarb, and Jennifer Tsai. Music by Linda Worsley. Sound design by Bart Fassbender. Directed by Jordana Williams. Next time on Steal the Stars. Please put on the apparatus and apply the electrodes to the appropriate areas. Okay, Lauren, we gotta talk. Were you on vacation or not? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. It's about time. Uh, I don't know, Dak. Something Harrison was saying when he came through. I'm gonna get us out of here. We're gonna be together. What is he doing? Today, something's different. Transition just hits some people harder than others. That's totally... Transition? Well, shit. Here we go.